Hey everyone, thanks for joining the Gimme Golf podcast today. As Myrtle Beach Golf Ambassador, I'm often asked, where are the best places to eat in Myrtle Beach after a round of golf? Personally, I'm quite a foodie and I love to eat and enjoy experiencing new foods in restaurants. So this will be a fun topic with a very special guest. So I wanted to bring in our guest today that is quite a local guru here in Myrtle Beach. He not only knows pretty much all things Myrtle Beach, but his involvement over the years in sports, particularly golf in Myrtle Beach, will be an asset to this conversation. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Chris King. Well, thanks for having me, Meredith. I hope you didn't oversell me to the crowd. <laughs> well, it's always great having you on the show. And this isn't your first time on Gimme Golf. I tend to call on you regularly for your expertise in so many areas related to Myrtle Beach and the incredible golf industry that we have here. And I'm excited to discuss our top five places to eat in Myrtle Beach. I have not seen your list and you have not seen mine. So I'm curious if we have selected any of the same restaurants. Well, you know what? There are 1,500 of them here, so, <laughs> you know, I think, I think we probably overlapped on one or two, but there's enough variety here. I mean, that's part of the beauty of the dining scene here, right, is, I mean, it's, there's so many different options that people have at their disposal, ranging from, from Pauly's Island in the south all the way up on into, uh, into Calabash, so. Yes, we have so many choices. So I want to start with our number five. We're going to work bottom up to get to our number one. Why don't you share with our listeners, what is your number five? Well, I'll tell you what, number five for me, I'm going to go a little more casual. Um, I'm coming off the golf course. I'm looking for a good happy hour. You can take me to the Grumpy Monk. Uh, <laughs> there are now going to be three locations. Uh, you know what? They're including one that's pr fairly close to my house out on out on 501, but kind of more to the point for this conversation, it's uh, it's right there by, by Myrtle Beach National, Legends, Wild Wing. I mean, the Monk is kind of a craft beer type place. They've got a happy hour from four to seven where apps are at half price. Again, the craft beers, they've got over a hundred of them. I mean, the food is is really good. Uh, they serve, ironically enough, sushi too, which, you know, I mean, sushi's become kind of a trendy thing. Mm -hmm. It's not as if it's uh, served only in standalone restaurants these days, but, you know, it's kind of odd to, to order the Monk turds along with <laughs> a, uh, a roll of some sort, but it really works out there. I, I love it. Again, it's a it's a it's a very casual environment. Mm -hmm. You can get out of there without, um, you know, having to having to sell a kidney to pay for the bill, and it's really good. <laughs> so, you can uh, I'll go there right after a round of golf. Now, with that name Monk, is that like the monks that craft all the beers? How did they get that name? I uh, you know that's a really really good question. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to go to my number five. I hope I pronounce this right, but it's I Pamima Brazilian cuisine in Myrtle Beach. Yes, you're like. Nate's looking at me right now, our producer, like, what is that? Um, it's actually located next to my number one, which I'm not going to say, but it's in the heart of Myrtle Beach. And I don't want to say it's a hole in the wall. I hate using that expression because it just, you know, hole in the wall makes it sound dumpy. It's totally not. Um, it's just a somewhat secluded, older restaurant that serves authentic Brazilian food. Now, they have the best lunch buffet it's $9.99, and it's truly authentic Brazilian cuisine. So if you like Brazilian food, I love Brazilian food. It's the best price that I think you're going to find in Myrtle Beach. And so if, like, you're playing golf in the morning and you want something like a nice buffet, it's amazing food. My favorite part is they have this orange juice machine. Like, it's the craziest thing. I've never seen anything like it, but they get 
whole oranges and they dump like two dozen whole oranges in this massive commercial machine. It slices the orange. You can watch this entire process. It slices the orange and then it squeezes out all the orange juice and they have all these alcoholic drinks you can get with this orange juice and then you can get the non-alcoholic like really yummy glass of fresh squeezed orange juice and it's amazing like no joke it, it's so much better than anything you could get like in the grocery store so they have like all these really cool like tropical drinks if you're looking for a beverage um amazing so i always get the just the regular orange juice and then i get the buffet and it's like the yummiest meal ever pronounce it again pronounce it again it's i pamima brazilian restaurant gotcha well, I'll tell you what, I've never been, but you've sold me. I mean, wow. it sounds like a bottle of Tito's and that orange juice will, uh, may, may help my game. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, I talked to the owner one time, really nice guy, and he was talking about what type of alcohol they put in this orange juice that they make. And I don't remember, but it's very popular. And when you're there, you'll see a lot of people getting this type of beverage. I'm not a big drinker, so I, you know, I haven't tried it, um, but it seems pretty popular among uh, the patrons there. Ah, you know, I mean, again, this this cuts to the heart of what we talked about just moments ago about the number of restaurants. Because I've never been, I've actually never even heard of the place before. <laughs> so what's uh, what's your favorite entree there? What's I mean, my experience with Brazilian food is going to Rio's and eating as much as I can as quickly as I can. Oh well, this is much more authentic, I think, than Rio's. And Rio's is great. Don't get me wrong, but it's very authentic. This restaurant, um, it's very cultural. Uh, when you walk in there, you actually are going to feel like you're in Brazil. It's right on 17, right? Um, it's right out? on 17. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. It's um, I think I drive by near the day. Family Kingdom, that area. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's if you're uh, heading south, it's going to be on the right hand side. Um, I like to get, of course, you know, rice. This they have steak, um, like a steak and peppers that you can mix in with the rice and the steak. I just can't describe describe it it's so good i mean it's not obviously like a filet mignon it's like chopped up but it's not japanese it doesn't have like the japanese or the um the chinese way it's prepared it's just brazilian style i don't know what type of spices they use or whatever but whatever it is it's amazing yeah, yeah it's really good for 9.99 <laughs> that's why our podcasts are educational too right <laughs> and at 9.99 i mean you've got great value there too what they were for I would say for for my next uh, restaurant, I'm gonna I'm gonna take us to sort of the the polar opposite of uh, what you would get at the Grumpy Monk, and that's gonna be just up the road at Collector's Cafe, oh. which uh, you know is a, a bit of a, a higher end feel there. Doubles as a, a working art gallery, but it's it's extremely good. You know the the chef there is a, is a native Cuban, and I mean they've got a, an entree there that to me is among my favorite at the beach. It's a it's a scallop cake. Which I haven't seen any. I've not seen anywhere else. But it is. It's kind of has the properties of a crab cake. Only you know, obviously, oh, scallop yummy. is the uh, the primary meat there, and it is unbelievable. Like I'm it, a I'm a scallops guy, and you cannot go wrong with that. Thing. Is it like the like a patty like that size? Like yeah, a yeah. I mean, it's the patty? consistency of a crab cake just with a with a scallop, oh. you know, as the base, and it is it is extraordinarily good. Yeah, that I can attest. Delicious. That's really good. That's really it good. is. I mean, to be honest, I'm I'm not really qualified to speak on much else on the menu <laughs> other than that. That's that's what I get when I go. It's really good. You know, the bar scene there is a nice one as well, and they're they're really kind of renowned for their desserts as well so it's an eclectic place i mean 
you know, to me, Collectors is, you could almost argue, is, is kind of the Myrtle Beach dining scene in a nutshell, right? Like, there's there's so much more to what you can get here than, you know, people tend to see the, you know, the neon signs, the chain or franchise mm-hmm. restaurants. I mean, again, there's there's nothing wrong with going to Outback or Carabas or Chili's, wherever you may go, want to go. But, I mean, if you're looking for a good local restaurant, they're all over the place here. And Collectors, to me, is kind of emblematic of that. It's in just in that little strip of a mm-hmm. um, little strip mall there around 76th, I believe mm-hmm. it is. And you never know it's there unless you're looking for it. And you go in, and it's, it's outstanding. And, you know, kind of a new world opens up when you get in there with the art on the walls, the, you know, the atmosphere. It's really good. Yes. And you've got a bunch of the art on your walls at home, don't you? Well, you know, I look neat more so than I buy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds great. I've been to uh, Collectors a few years ago. I haven't been in a while, but I get their annual invitation to go to, uh, I think it's a, a Christmas art gallery that they have where you can go out and have drinks. But Nate, that's view. what the VIPs get. People God, like you, you and this, yeah. we, we get an invitation to pay full free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you get a discount on the art, right? Well, of yeah. course, you know, yeah. I mean, at my stature. Yeah. Well, <laughs> next year when I get the invite, I'll take you. I can take a guess. Well, Chris. I'm going to hold you to okay. that. Okay, all right. Well, I'm going to move to my number four, and this is totally different. You and I, it's, I love that we did not see each other's list because we're going opposite each time. So I'm going to mention um, Paula Dean's restaurant at Broadway at the Beach. I love this restaurant. It is good old southern cooking, a lot of grease, a lot of butter and biscuits and gravy and mashed potatoes, and it's served family style. So they bring out just a massive amount of food, and then you get to serve yourself at the table, and if you want more, they'll bring more to the table. And I love that because I have three boys, well, four boys if you count my husband, and <laughs> and, and boys like to eat. You know, the way to a man's heart really is through his stomach. It starts through his stomach, and um, Paula Dean is a great place to go if you're looking for a good grub down. Yes, and if butter is one of the six major food groups in your house, and for most of us it is. Did you say grub down? Grub down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's very good. Paula is that where they is, just throw food a... at you? Is that like the... It feels that way with, with my family, the how much we order. Wow. They're constantly bringing food to the table. You can never go wrong with a family style when you're when you're feeding that's three right. boys. Yeah. Four. I want to Google the, the grub down. Yeah. See if that's... Boy, you were fighting a losing battle in there in terms of numbers. It's just... Yeah. All, and they're all, like, super alpha males, you know? I just... I'm not going to win. Just, I feed them and... Do my best to make them happy. <laughs> Did they come up with grub down? Or is that you? Um, actually, I think that grub down is more of a term that my boys oh, would okay. use. Yeah, so they're just kind of rubbing off on me. Gotcha. On yeah, well, you know what? I'll go. I never thought we would be talking about a grub down. Before. No, no, and I certainly don't think of it in terms of a really nice restaurant. <laughs> if you go to Berkey's to get that. No offense, I really like Berkey's, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to take us to the uh, to the south end for my next um, my next choice, and I'll go to Perones. It's a, you know, again another little place that just slipped in there on the side of the road. There's art on the wall. You know, it's again a smaller place, nice wine list, 
you know, they cook steak. They, they use the sous vide style of cooking, which means they're, you know, it's kind of cooked in a bag and boiling water. I'm not going to profess to be an expert Him on knowing this. knowing that word. If, what? I don't even know what that word It means. just makes me feel that he's got all this art at his house. And there's somebody listening that's probably probably saying he's pronounced that incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris's secret life. He's, he went from grub article. down to what was that? <laughs> sous vide. Sous vide. <laughs> Right. It, it is uh, the the fillet is excellent cooked that way. I mean, it is it is outstanding. If you've never been, I would would highly recommend it. It's you know they don't give the food away there, but it is it's worth the price you pay. Now, when they cook it in a bag, what country does that come from? Like, what's the? Do you know anything about that style of that method of cooking? Absolutely. The, what I know about it is it's good. <laughs> you can buy those oven bags at the grocery store and cook your turkey in it, right? We've done that before. Well, I mean, yeah, it, plastic. Yeah, yeah, it's plastic. It is. It cooks faster. But I mean, it's a it's a low temperature method of cooking. Well, I mean, you know, is my understanding of it, where they they put it in a water bath and wow. cook it at a regulated temperature, and it's it's really good. Nate, I would not recommend that you try that at home. <laughs> Maybe hot dogs. Yeah, boiled. <laughs> All right, my number three, going back to Myrtle Beach, New York Prime. If you want a good old steak, New York Prime is the place to go. Um, I love filet mignon. It's my favorite cut. And I get six ounces with mashed potatoes and green beans. And then I have my salad in a roll. That is like such a yummy meal. If you're looking for a really good cut of steak, uh, I would recommend New York Prime. I would too, Meredith, and this is going to be kind of the first crossover for us, but it's going to appear much higher on my list than yours. Oh, all right. So we have some uh, similarities coming on the table now. Yes, on on that one we do, uh, but I'll, I will reserve my comments okay. for later other than to concur that it is it is outstanding. Okay. Well, what's your number two? You know what? I, I this is I have taken a liking to sushi in recent years, and if you give me my druthers, I would go to King Kong Sushi. But there, there are two locations: one at Broadway at the beach, the other one at Carolina Forest, which I prefer ever so slightly. And again, I, sushi is something I've really come to to really enjoy over the last couple of years. Not to repeat myself there, and I go there and have the have the volcano roll. Uh, the 007 role and be as uh, as happy as I can be out there. The food's outstanding. The service is good. You can even sit at the little bar there and mm-hmm. watch them make it, which I find fascinating. So okay. I'm a Bond fan. What's the w- yeah, 007 role? It is, well, it, it's made primarily of raw tuna. Uh, there's a little bit of cream cheese in there. And, Sean, and some roll on top. It is, it is outstanding. <laughs> yeah, there, there's nothing secret about it. It's a it's little Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> 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 Does it make you feel like that after yeah. you eat it? Nah, you know, I've never even like made the connection. I'm, I'm not that advanced. I can't now, eat raw fish. I have heard that they have really good deals on sushi. My two older sons are sh- sushi fanatics, and they have mentioned this place because it's, you know, fairly inexpensive on the sushi scene. Yeah, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I've not discovered those deals. Okay. <laughs> it's, um, but you know what? To your point, it's not bad. I mean, you know, for the, you know, some of their, their higher-end rolls, it's $15 a roll, something like that. But you know what? You can go in there and get three rolls for, for two people and come right. out of there relatively full, get a little edamame, and you're, you're out the door for $60 or something. Right. So it's, you know, like I said, I really enjoy it. And it's something... Five years ago, if you'd have asked me to make this list, I 
you wouldn't I have had it wouldn't on have there. dreamed of having it on there. Yeah, and it's great they have two locations though, especially with golf courses, one central, one out in Carolina Forest, uh, you know, Wild Wing, Legends, Myrtle Beach National, a lot of courses out there. So if you're a golfer and like sushi, you know where to go. All right, my number two, uh, back in Myrtle Beach, Thai Leo Restaurant. It's one of my faves. Obviously, it's my number two. In fact, I went there two weeks ago. I have plans to go this weekend. This is kind of like, again, I hate using that expression, hole in the wall, but it, it actually kind of feels like a hole in the wall when you pull Sometimes up. those are the best places. Yeah, I mean, it's it's this place is very hidden. It's in the heart of Myrtle Beach, and it's in like a, a very old strip mall where the, know if the library restaurant is still located there or not but it's in that library same. hasn't changed i don't think it's so. still there it's okay there. so it's in that same yeah. grouping um but yeah you pull up and you're like um is this where i'm supposed to be at if you have a weird feeling you're in the right place <laughs> you're at uh thai leo but anyway this is the best thai food ever and i'm like a huge thai fan the green curry and then the yellow and red curry phenomenal and then their Thai tea. I don't know if you guys, have y'all ever had Thai tea? No. It is amazing. It's, all right, so it's black tea, and they mix in um, some ingredients like, I think, like vanilla and coconut and something else, and it is the best, like, flavored tea. Better than Starbucks, everything. I'm, I have actually gone to this restaurant just in order a Thai tea. It's a lot cheaper than Starbucks, wow. too. And it's amazing. So anyway, that's what I get. When I go this weekend, I'm getting the green curry and my Thai tea, and I'm going to be a happy camper. Meredith is much too cultured I to be talking what. with me about restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I'm like learning stuff here. It's like, And I think I drive by these places every uh-huh. day, but I, I wouldn't dare go in because I'm obviously not like not cultured maybe. <laughs> But well, it sounds have, sounds good. They have really good lunch specials too. It's very affordable. I mean, it's cheaper than sushi. I'll put it that way. That's always so a if, good if thing. If your budget's under that sixty dollar mark with two people, then you can uh, check out. See, I think special. what I like about your list, Meredith, is you are trying. Like Chris and I are a little bit more. Would you say conservative? And you try would try you try things. Mm-hmm. You're trying like those are two restaurants that I've seen, but I wouldn't dare try unless I'd heard about them. Right. We need to go one day. And yes, uh, you know what? Yeah, and yeah. I could certainly be more ambitious in what I eat. I mean, if you'll notice. But you've all got good ones, though, Chris. Yeah, well, so, the, yeah, the yeah. common thread that runs through yeah. mine is steak. <laughs> or, you know, sushi's a little ambitious for me. But yeah, um, yeah you know, I'm, I've, I'm not that familiar with the local Thai scene. I've heard it's good, yeah. though. And right. at, the, at yeah. the top of my list would be New York Prime. I knew it was um, coming. You know, look, I mean, it's a. The steak is great. You, when you, I think that you rhymes. You realize that the steak is great. Well, you know, <laughs> you had mentioned the mashed potatoes. You can feel your arteries clogging with every bite, but it's oh. absolutely worth the two weeks it takes off the back end of your life with every bite. Uh, the mushrooms. I mean, again, you know what? Just for me in that place, it's it's the atmosphere. Mm. It's a relatively small place. The kitchen's sort of it's out in the open. It's it's loud. It's to me, honestly, if, if budget is not a concern, and and you know, for many of us, it is. And let's be honest, it's not a cheap place no. to go eat. I mean, it's it's expensive, but God, that'd be a great place to go on a golf trip with you and oh, a couple absolutely. buddies sitting out there having a few drinks. You don't, you know, it, really, it's a hard place to to beat. For me, again, if I've got if I've got one meal, 
and money is no object, that's that's where I'm going. Yeah, absolutely. And it is a little bit pricier. I mean, you're probably looking at at least $50 a person at a minimum. Yeah, and you, yeah. to be honest, I mean, by the time you throw, you know, you had mentioned the the fillet, and it, you know, for the six ounce, that's probably what forty, forty five yeah. bucks you throw. <laughs> the sides are huge, so you split those with people. But you do that, you throw a drink or two on there, you put in a tip. I mean, realistically, you're probably looking at a hundred dollars a man. Mm-hmm. We're close enough to it, but it's worth it. It's really good. That's right. Your golf trips a once a year thing. You know what you. You may get free lunch or something at the mm-hmm. clubhouse one day, or you pack breakfast. I mean, I I would say it's a splurge that's worth it once a it year. It is a splurge. Yes. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of locals that go there, too, a lot. Oh, absolutely. Regardless. You know, we've, we've gone there a few times. It's nice. Yeah, like I said, it's certainly not a place that you go every weekend. No. But, um, <laughs> you know, if and when the opportunity arises and the budget allows it, for me, it would be, it's where I would that would be my number one pick. Absolutely. Well, that's a great pick. And uh, Nate, we have a little word from our sponsors. A quick little break here. I was going to run out. I'm hungry. I was going to go to lunch. <laughs> no, it sounds good. You know, the, the Thai place is just right down the road. Yeah, it sounds like it fits into my budget. <laughs> MyrtleBeachGolfTrips.com is the ultimate resource for planning and booking your next golf vacation. Whether you're looking for a stay-and-play package, tea times, or just want to keep up with the latest news from the golf capital of the world, Myrtle Beach Golf Trips is a place to go. Best rates, best customer service, best trip planning resource. MyrtleBeachGolfTrips.com will make your next golf trip even better. Absolutely. You didn't think I could get through that either, Chris, right? Nate, I had complete confidence <laughs> See, I in you. Though. It was okay. Meredith that was over here kicking me underneath yeah. the table. Yeah. <laughs> that was the setup for your number one, right? Yeah, we're getting ready to go into my number one Jerusalem restaurant. Myrtle Beach. I knew that. <laughs> I did know that. That is hands down. Like, we're talking my number one. It so surpasses the other ones I mentioned, and they are fantastic. Okay, why and do you? And yours I are all, like, in a little cluster, yes. too. Yes, all Myrtle Beach, which is, you know, you guys know I'm, I'm more fond of the South End, yeah. but this is all Myrtle Beach here. See, I knew that would be in your five. I, I thought if you got, thought it would be, like, your third or fourth, because mm-hmm. I've heard you talk about that. But to one, got all the way to one. one. And you know why? You know what it is? I'm just amazed. I I would not have the foggiest idea what it is. Okay. I know why. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you a ton of reasons. One, the lamb shank. The lamb is amazing. All of the meat is kosher, too. All right? So um, the way that the animal, this sounds kind of (laughs) deep, okay? But the way the animals are killed, um, it goes by kosher, kosher regulations, which I appreciate. Okay, so I'm not a vegetarian. Um, I love meat, but I do prefer, if I can, to get kosher meat. So you can. This is all kosher. The lamb is incredible. It's amazing. And I don't know how they cook it, but I can tell you it falls off the bone. And the, the gravy for the lamb has, like, nuts and raisins and, like, all this yummy stuff in it. I've never tasted anything like that. Now, the second part, the hummus, the tahini, the homemade pita bread. Like, they have special ovens that they cook their pita bread in. And when you get it on the table, when it arrives, it's, like, warm and it's, like, crusted with olive oil Everything is homemade there. It's not like it's packaged and it's sent to this restaurant. They make everything in this restaurant, and it is phenomenal. And then 
their mint tea. They bring out like this teapot and it actually has like mint leaves. They're massive mint leaves and they're like stuffed in this teapot with along with the tea and then they bring out this bowl of honey. So you, you, you can pour this yummy mint tea, put honey in it and I don't know whatever what other magical ingredients they put in it all i know is i could drink an entire pot of it it's it's that amazing and also they have belly dancing <laughs> that's once, what i was waiting on because you've told me about that a week now yeah. i'm going yeah. okay <laughs> so they have this belly I'm in. dancer and she's amazing um i believe her name is liz calloway um i think she's still there i think she's been belly dancing there for a number of years she's an amazing dancer she is worth the show. I think it's every Wednesday or Thursday. But it's definitely a place that you can go. And they have, like, one section of the restaurant is, like, a normal traditional restaurant with the, the chairs and tables. But then there's another section of the restaurant, the one I prefer to eat in. And it's lounge chairs and couches and little mini tables. And you can just literally kick back, like, literally lay back on, like, a couch with pillows watch the belly dancing show and eat it's amazing i like the vibe is so cool there you have it look at chris's face like he's like man why have i not been here before yeah I, maybe i have i just yeah. did, i didn't think it was called no Jerusalem. you weren't <laughs> no you weren't there <laughs> some of that sounds familiar <laughs> All right, i feel like i've learned a lot yeah, more yeah. from you than you've learned from me today well, I'm glad I can um, introduce these new restaurants to you, Chris. Yeah, I pulled up the menu while we're here talking. Okay, we find that. So the you need to move here. to Myrtle Beach, Meredith. These are all like up here. I know. I'm. You know, and it's funny. I am in Myrtle Beach more now than ever. And I was just thinking that the other day. I'm like, I need to be in Myrtle Beach full time. I love the South End, but I'm I'm up in Myrtle Beach all the time now. It's a good idea. Yeah. And I can um, maybe get something right behind. Uh, Jerusalem and now do yours <laughs> change based upon what you're into eating at that time like no, mine, these the food these are your staple these foods are my that staples you like. and gotcha, okay. I mean I'm open to trying new things and sure I'll go to new restaurants but hands down I mean you could have asked me 10 years ago what is your favorite restaurant in Myrtle Beach I still would have said Jerusalem wow. yeah and it's just unchanging how about yours Chris do yours change no I, New York Prime would have been go. in. I mean, that's a. I'm a steak guy. Like I said, I lack Meredith's ambition. <laughs> you know, I'm, I don't drink much hot tea, and I'll take the steak over the lamb. Yeah. But I am going to Jerusalem. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. It sounds really good. And looking at the menu, it, the, you know. the belly, the belly dancing show. I mean, it's just out of this world. It's amazing. The vibe. You literally feel like you're in the Middle East. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll give it a go. And Mediterranean <laughs> and Mediterranean food's relatively healthy, yeah. too. It is, right. And they have really good lunch specials there, and the prices are very reasonable. So if you want to just get your toes wet there, Chris, go during lunch without the belly dancing, without any of that. Try the food. And then if you like it, just dive all in on a belly dancing night. Well, yeah, so we'll it's not a grub down, <laughs> right? No, no, no. This it's is not actually a not a grub down. This is... <laughs> This is the type of restaurant where you take a bite and you take your time. Gotcha. You eat slowly. It's an experience. It's an experience. It's an experience. Like yeah. when we go, we go for like two or three hours. We it's it's like wow. a, yeah. Okay. For dessert and everything. 
The whole nine yards. It's pretty clear. <laughs> it's pretty clear that I need to broaden my horizons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, this has been um, quite a fun topic and hopefully very informing to our listeners who may be coming to Myrtle Beach on their next golf vacation and wanting to experience some great local cuisine as well as popular eateries in our area. And to our listeners, thanks for joining in on the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Gimme Golf to get the latest in Myrtle Beach golf news and more. Chris, you're awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. I'm ready to go eat. All right. I'll see you next time on Gimme Golf.